Hello, and welcome to episode one of The Mother Shift. It is getting late for me tonight, and I don't know about any of you. I'm normally in bed at this hour, and to be quite frank, the past week or so has been one of the most challenging that I've had in some time. I had planned on spending my week doing what I normally do, which is work my normal case management job from Monday through Friday, grade my senior nursing student care plans, and fulfill my regular motherly duties. Here in Kansas, the fall weather has already made that wonderful, long-awaited change. As most of you already know, this is the start of the dreaded illness season. We normally prepare by getting our annual flu shots. I've always gotten mine, and I'm strict about my children getting theirs for multiple reasons. One, Their immune systems are very weak and immature from being born at 29 weeks gestation. Two, we are frequently around the elderly, my pregnant sister and their new baby cousin. With that being said, my kids have already fallen ill and no, it wasn't from this year's flu shot. This time, Max came down with a fever while at daycare. I picked him and his brother up and then took them to the clinic. I was expecting another ear infection diagnosis, but this time, it was just another common cold. Xander ended up coming down with the same fever, fussiness, and lethargy later that same evening, resulting in two days of missed work and me scrambling to find ways to make up the hours. You know how people talk about their village? You know, the one that is supposed to help them raise their kids? I don't know how a mom in my shoes can survive without one. For me, it primarily consists of my family members. This time, my mom and my grandma insisted on taking my sick boys off of my hands for several days. I took them up on their offer, but felt immediate mom guilt the second I drove down my mom's street. What is it about motherhood that makes a mom, for example, beg and plead for bedtime, but then immediately regret and feel nostalgia the second their kids close their eyes. It's enough to drive a person mad, and let's just say that most days I feel only one disaster away from a total nervous breakdown. Even further, it's moments like these that I yearn for the help of my husband, and then I begin resenting his absence even though I know that he must fulfill his duty to the army. This is an aspect of my life that I am constantly struggling with. Skype is not enough. FaceTime is not enough. Text messaging is not enough. Knowing that he'd be here in a heartbeat if he could is not enough. Yet it is beyond our control. So I must continue on and I pray that the time between drill cycles for the next two to three years will fly by. So this past Friday and Saturday was spent jamming as many hours of work that I could manage as possible, along with catching up on housework piling up in the laundry baskets, the floor, and the sink. By the time Monday rolled around, I was just happy to know that I had escaped whatever bug afflicted the twins. Alas, insert foot into mouth, because this chick is a full-blown biological disaster scene. And I still went into work, because who has time for personal sick days anymore? Even so, here I sit, 
feeling beyond grateful for the honor of guiding future nurses. For my nurses out there, do y'all remember filling out care plans the night before clinical? Do you remember how awful and time-consuming they felt and how we all used to joke about burning them once the semester was over? I even remember thinking that I'd never use a nursing diagnosis even once in my nursing career. Well, I guess joke's on me because those care plans are what prepared me for developing real-life care plans for my real-life patients as a case manager. And even though it seemed silly as a nursing student, so many of the interventions that I learned have made measurable and effective clinical outcomes for some very sick patients. Perhaps the lesson to be learned this week is to trust the process. Trust that in the midst of the chaos, there is order and there is function. And that some things in life really do come full circle. My name is Megan, and this is The Mother Shift.